Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season six of Better Let Me Tell You. Okay, because these new mic stands, while they may be more advanced i mean i'm hunching over <laughs> maybe it's better maybe it's more ergonomically sound for sound um i don't know about that <laughs> but I, I i like our old older mic stands better the ones are a little taller yes yes these are these are like skilo <laughs> i wish it was a little bit taller <laughs> wow whoever gets that reference well no it's people our age. age will get that reference <laughs> yeah. the kids won't no, not the children. So are we re- wait? Are the- we recording? Yes, we are. We are oh, recording. Okay, there you. You see, every now and then, you really do catch me. It's my way. So, welcome everybody to episode two thirty seven eight two thirty eight. You were so. I thought you were going to get it. I thought you were going to get it. Two hundred thirty eight. Como está todo el mundo? Happy Friday, everybody. Everybody's doing good. Welcome it's to Friday. Pero. Let me tell you, it's Friday. Aquí Miami ha una brisita. It's that boat show. A boat show is this weekend. That's the boat right. show is this weekend. So is the Coconut Grove Arts Festival. But it, right, but it, the difference between the boat show and the Coconut Grove Arts Festival is traffic. That is true. Because, you know, Miami Beach, I think a lot of people forget Miami Beach is an island and it has an <laughs> one way in, in Greece and egress, out, yeah. right? And, um, and yeah, el tráfico de show de bote, de boat show, es una, you know. It, 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 yeah, it's its own thing. Have you ever gone to the boat show? Not officially. Mm. I've gone to the boat show. How did you go to the unofficial boat show? <laughs> well, because you know how they and have it. <laughs> you know how they have like the the boats all set up, you know. So I didn't go to like an official like boat show thing. I just kind of like walked and saw the boats. Okay, but it's either the boat show or it's not. We were talking about in front of the Fountain Blue. Yes, where they line them up in the in right, the, that's in the part port. of the boat show. Oh, okay, okay. Right. I, so you have been that oh, is okay, part yes. of the real legit boat show. Then yes, yes, yes. Didn't you feel poor? I did. And that's why I don't go back. 
It's like, you want to feel poor really quick, go to the boat show. I don't like feeling poor or ugly. So Okay, they don't have, you know, 24-footer ocean craft. No, no, no. They have, you know... Lancha, like, like cruise ships, basically. Cuando tú necesitas un capitán... It's out of my price range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The minute that you need, uh, yeah, a, a captain, you can't afford it. Just keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> you can't afford it. So, yes, everybody, welcome to Pero Let Me Tell You. And if you are in Miami, enjoy the boat show and the Coconut Grove Arts Festival. Festival yep. Which that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It does. But you know what doesn't get bigger? Mm. We have more of them, but it's still manageable size as our pop ups. Oh, yes. So, this Saturday, feel free to join us at Seba Wine Bar, aquí en Huecheste. It, you know, I, there's no art show happening at Seba, but there's karaoke. Yes. Which is an art form. Which it is. It's performance art. It's performance art. You know, you may see. Maybe we'll sing. We don't know. You don't know. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, I'm actually going to go get. I need something to put that mic stand on. All right, hold on. Let's find something for you to put the mic okay, stand what on. What can I put it on? Hold on. Let's find something. Wait, wait, wait. This box. It will work. Yes, actually. <laughs> this segment is not brought to you by Liquid Death. It is not. But it can but, be. But it can be. <laughs> I need to take a picture of this. So. All right. So anyway. I will grab a screenshot of you on the Liquid Death. <laughs> that sounds like if I'm on lava. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me see that picture. Because you, you have a... Whatever my... Okay, that's acceptable. Um... Because whatever my bad side is, you always seem to. But capture. the thing is, you don't have a bad side, baby. Okay, yeah, whatever. Anyway, oye, ¿qué tú me dices? Oh, God. De todos estos platos voladores que hay. I say bring it. I say Doesn't yes. Doesn't it sound much better in Spanish? Unid in English, unid unidentified flying object. In Spanish, ¿Ese es un platillo volador? Yeah, but I don't think a flying plate would have the same impact. Right. So, for those of you who didn't know, um, remember the Chinese balloon? At 40,000 feet, mm -hmm. there was now another unidentified, well, the balloon was identified, but now there was an unidentified flying object. Um, I believe it was in the West Coast. Uh, was it the West Coast or was it the East Coast? Well, it was over Canada and the United oh, States. Okay, yeah. But this was like 8,000 feet. Yeah. At an altitude of 8,000 feet, which is very dangerous because that can be in the way of commercial, well, any flight. Yeah. Um, so... What's up with all these flying objects? I hope it's aliens. You do? I so do. You know what? It's time. We can't control things for ourselves. Let somebody else take the wheel. <laughs> Somehow that's going to end up with us paying more fees in something. You know what? That's true. That's going to be more mystery fees for mobile. Yeah. And then, you know, now there's going to be like an alien alien oh, um, encounter fee. I don't know. Uh, you know what? They're, you know they're going to charge more for luggage somehow. Yeah, uh, I, but no, but well, JetBlue, forget it. Semi-seriously speaking, <laughs> I mean, the government hasn't really said what it is. They don't know. Okay, pero que es un cohete, es I un parriaco, a... es un, I don't know. <laughs> That'd un, be great if it's just a giant flamingo. It, it's <laughs> a stork, a stork. <laughs> La cigüeña. La cigüeña. La cigüeña. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I mean, what is it? Is it? I, I think there are UFOs. I'm not disagreeing with that. And I think this may be one of them. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying that, okay, but don't you think that if there were, if this was a, well, no, not really. Who knows what the government would do? Well, no, they wouldn't say it because that would cause mass hysteria. Okay. If, if they came out on TV tomorrow mm -hmm. and said that there were UFOs, UFOs right. would you 
hashtag mass hysteria. <laughs> what do you get? <laughs> would you go into mass hysteria? I wouldn't because I'd be happy. But I could see how that could turn everything you think you know on its ear. I mean, for Christ's sake, we can't even agree on a goddamn vaccine. That is true. <laughs> somehow, I mean, somehow they will make this political. Somehow, right. Somehow this will become like, you know, oh, because, you know, the right wing doesn't want us to have uh, access to them because they're going to give us medicines. And then it's, you know, the left side doesn't want us to have access to them because, you know, they have weaponry. So it's going to be a thing. Right, right. And then you're going to have. It's going to be a thing. That Marjorie Taylor Green is gonna come out and say, See, I told you they're the they're the ones who were managing the space lasers. I right. told you. <laughs> you know, I told you. And then somebody's gonna create a deep fake of the aliens wearing yarmulkes, and it's just it's gonna it's, turn into it, like yeah. an anti-Semitic exactly. thing. And then yes, and then exactly. we played this movie before. Exactly. Oh. And that didn't end well. Yeah, I mean, it ended today. with Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. I mean, where does it go? <laughs> Independence Day is such a great movie. It really it is. It really is. It still holds up after so many years. I never saw the second one, did you? No. I never had any interest. No. Wait, what was the second one about? I don't know. More aliens? Like 20 years later? One of the Hemsworths was in it. Oh, yeah. But this was like new. This was like, yeah, this the- was like maybe five, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking in the 90s. No, 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 no. Like recentish. Recentish. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know that <clears throat> in terms of sequels of big 90s movies, mm-hmm. do you know I actually don't think that Speed 2 is that bad? It's just that Speed 1 was so good. You don't think it's that bad or it's just that you had low expectations? I think that that movie got beyond trashed. Okay. It's not as good as the first one. It's nowhere near. I'm I'm not even saying it's a good movie. It's not. Because if you think about it, the first movie. The concept. The concept of the first speed, 75% of the movie was on a bus. Right. So it has to go fast. And somehow you were like on the edge of your seat, no pun intended. Right. And it was super exciting. And yet the, the main story arc was in a static place. You were on a bus. True. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas the second one, I understand what they tried to do. It was the 90s. It was a sequel. They wanted to go bigger, faster. Right. Cruise well, ship. Well, they didn't go faster because they went with a cruise ship. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> like, they wanted to just go overboard. Again, no pun intended. Wow. Um, <laughs> in every way, shape, or form. And yes, it's nowhere near as good as a good one, as a first one from just a movie perspective. Mm-hmm. But I think it's fun. Oh, I mean, look, there are worse movies out there. Yeah, but yeah. I just I just think it, that movie got be that movie they say ruined uh, what's his name Jason uh, Patrick his career, which is it's interesting it didn't ruin her career but it ruined his. You're right. You're right. Yeah. After that, what did he do? I don't know. Mm. Listeners, if you know, please let us know. let us know what. what did. I mean, we could go on IMDb, but we're not going right, to. We're not going to we're because going we're recording. To. Right. But bueno. anyway, um, watch Speed Two, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and let us know what else Jason Patrick was in afterwards. And, and and you know, I hope the aliens come and. I'm cool with it. I don't think the aliens are going to show up and just start destroying shit. I mean, look, that's like everything. There are good aliens and bad aliens, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think they're going to travel all this way after getting the signal for "I Love Lucy" mm-hmm. to destroy us. I know. I mean, they might be upset that Lucy's dead. Yeah, 
because who knows how time is measured in there. Right. Right. And, you know, and I would be the person who would tell some, hey, alien, not all of us think you're bad. E.T., you know, made That's me, true. Give me, gave me all the feels when I was three and, years and old. And Mac and me. Yeah. I mean, it's not all bad. No. No. Definitely. And what's that alien from? I Roger laugh. from American Dad. Yes. <laughs> Maybe they all just want to do different personas. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay, then then we're good. Yeah, we're We're good. We're good. We're good. So anyway, when moving right along, this past week was the Super Bowl. Yes, which you and I watched together. And thank you to those who purchased Bean Bump Oil. Um, Well, we always watch it together. Our our group of friends get together. We have a tradition. Um, It's so weird to be. So we're recording in daylight, people. Uh, (laughs) It's so weird to look out the window and it's daytime. It's, you know. It's a duskish time. uh, Whatever. So, era Super Bowl. Super Bowl. And, you know, like in any Super Bowl, people were talking about the the halftime show after, you know, nitpicking everything about the halftime show, about the performers, so and so. So, this year, as most of you all know, Rihanna performed the halftime show. Now, she's the lady who owns Fenty, right? (laughs) You think? Right. She's that billionaire or something? Yes. Okay. Rihanna. And... You know, some people thought it was like the worst performance ever. Some people thought that she totally owned it and it's one of the best performances and she killed it and she's a legend, a diva, a lady boss, an icon, blah, blah, blah. So I'm a little bit in, I'm not in the extremes um, in both ways, but what did you think? So I will say this first and foremost, let's give credit where credit is due. The woman is noticeably pregnant i don't know how many months she's noticeably pregnant and she was you know levitating on those platforms and stuff so kudos to her for doing you know for for doing a full-on super bowl performance while she's pregnant as anybody who's ever met a pregnant woman knows nine like 90 percent of the day they're tired they don't feel like doing things i mean it's a totally understandable position to be in so kudos to her for for just barreling through but with all of that said, I found it to be just very, eh, very lethargic in terms of her performance. The dancers were like at a 20 and she was at like a seven. And you said something actually where, you know, well, while we were watching it and you said, you know, I don't really remember ever seeing Rihanna do a performance where I'm like blown away, where I was like, wow, se la comió. So I went and I looked up a couple of old performances. I actually looked at, I think it was like two or three of her Brits performances, mm-hmm. uh, the Brits Awards, the Brit Awards. And yeah, she was never... She's not a dancer. It's not even that she's not a dancer. It's just that she always is just kind of like there. And I don't... And, and I'm going to I'm gonna extend expand upon that because I read... Again, right after the Super Bowl, everybody was talking about it. Everybody was writing, I like, think, pieces about Rihanna's performance all of a sudden. Somebody said something that she was giving the ultimate in what she's known for, which is her I don't give a fuck attitude, right? And as I was watching the other performances, I was like, you know what? That is kind of her thing. But I realized something about myself in, in doing that. I don't care for people who show up trying to make it look like they don't care. Mm-hmm. You don't I, care for the people that right. <laughs> don't care. I don't think it's cool. And I did read that comment by the way too yeah, as well about I, me. I don't give a fuck. I don't think it's cool to show up and just be like, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, we're gonna do this. Okay, great. Thanks. Like, no, no. I want you to care. Like, I like a little try hard. I like Anne Hathaway. You know, I, I like that that whole thing of like, oh my god, I'm in the fucking Super Bowl. Like, yes, this is awesome. And I understand that when you're a brand and a persona. 
you have to thread that needle a little bit, right? But I think that's where I wind up having the opinion I have of her just coming across as a little lazy. I think it's because I personally don't mesh with what people, quote unquote, love about her on stage, which is that, you know, I don't give a fuck perform, uh, you know, attitude. No, I want you to give a fuck a little bit. Just right. a little. Just a little. Right. You know, also, Rolling Stones, sorry, number eight, best Super Bowl performance. Yeah, no, I have a lot no. to say about that. No, thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, look, I don't think it was, like, the worst Super Bowl performance. I wouldn't put it in the latter half, right, in the right. latter end. Um, I certainly would not put it in the top ten, ha- the top half. I think she was very mid, <laughs> as we say nowadays. <laughs> I think she was very mid. So you were as, whelmed. As far as whelmed, as far as her, I don't give a fuck persona. I, I said that I'm like Rihanna, and and it's not even a criticism of her style because I like Rihanna. Yeah. I love her songs, and I like her. Um, it's not even a criticism per se. It's just that. To me, the Super Bowl halftime show, especially what it's become in the last like 20 years, that is the top of the top. That is where you pull in the water, the wind, the fire, yes, exactly. the, the helicopter. The, yes, that is where the helicopter, that is the, that is that moment, right? right? That is that moment. There is no such thing as too much. Right, right. There isn't. I mean, Diana Ross left on a helicopter, right? To me, that is when you pull all the stops. Now, I think aesthetically, those revol- those floating platforms were really cool. cool. Yeah. As far as her being pregnant, I mean, look, we were men, so we don't know right, what that right. feels like. You know, different women, you know, because a lot of people were saying they, Beyonce's they, iconic yeah. performance of Love on Top at the VMAs, where she was like five months pregnant and she freaking killed it. Yeah. And yeah, like, I, she didn't do a flip because I, there wasn't anybody there to catch her and she killed it yeah. but that's Beyonce Beyonce is a force of nature and that is her style right. somebody because, else showed a video of Shakira like a couple, I don't know how many months pregnant doing similar because Beyonce yeah. whether you like her or not she is the type of performer that leaves it all on the stage right like she no she doesn't give 100 she gives 200% right right and Rihanna Rihanna's I, and again, I like Rihanna. So whenever in the past she's performed, I've it's always enjoyable. noticed. I'm like, Rihanna's not really a dancer. She's more of like she goes with the flow and people dance around her and, right. you know, whatever and, and all that. And also even vocally, her songs don't really ask a lot. Well, Chris Martin, who I love me some Chris Martin. I think he's still suffering a little brain damage from his marriage Did you see though, to, what Chris Martin wrote? I think his conscious uncoupling Chris has left Martin, him a little unconscious. Chris Martin said, quote, you have to be an idiot to not recognize that Rihanna is the greatest singer of all time. Now, in I, order for that to be true... How many people would have had to die? Well, those <laughs> aliens that we talked about earlier has to have come and removed a large portion of the population. Because again, Starting with Ella Fitzgerald and I like Rihanna, right? Rihanna is one of these people that she's very much, and again, I don't mean it as a as a criticism. You know, she's built a brand. And you know, she's a billionaire. Fenty Beauty is unstoppable, and like the whole like loungewear that the she Savage has by Fenty. Savage, and, yes. yes, I mean she's awesome. I'm not taking anything away from her. I do feel that she so so back to the Super Bowl performance. I thought it was very average. Um, I I was like whelmed. I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't underwhelmed. I was like, okay, that was a thing that happened. That was that she didn't sing Ponda Replay, which is like one of her best songs. She didn't sing Please Don't Stop the Music, which is would have been an awesome song yes. to do on the Super Bowl. She, she was like, man, she opened up with Bitch Better Have My Money, can't which stand that song. 
it's not even. I can't. I hate look. Song. It's I not even like whether it. you like a song or not. Again, I think to me, to the the Super Bowl. I understand that artists always have that you know that back and forth. That oh my gosh, my songs. When you have so many hits. The, my songs yeah. that are the most popular are not my favorite. So right. you have especially somebody like a Madonna that for years didn't play on tour a lot of her greatest hits because I want to go with the songs that I like. Madonna, everybody wants you to see. Everybody wants <laughs> you to perform Material Girl. Material Girl like a virgin and like a prayer. So please. I get that, right? The Super Bowl is not where you do that. The Super Bowl, you go and you do your most yeah. famous The Super Bowl songs, is your greatest hits. Right? Is right. your greatest hits. She did that. She started into that. Whatever. It's fine. My, my biggest or more commentary about mm-hmm. the Super Bowl show was the commentary itself, right? Mm-hmm. I feel that Rihanna and fight me, if you will, on this one. There's celebrities that... I think that the media sort of doesn't mess with them. And Rihanna's one of them. You know, just like Beyonce and Jay-Z are, are untouchable. You're now, 100%. I, I you're love 100%. Beyonce and Jay-Z. I mean, I am a Beyonce stan, 100%. But, yeah, you're just not allowed to say anything negative. But any, cr- like, major criticism of them. Not it's even like, criticism. Just saying something, quote-unquote, negative. And Rihanna is one of them, which, good for her. If I was her, I wish I'd be that person, <laughs> you know, too. That the, for whatever reason, the media kind of like, yeah. And, and even, like, the fandom or, like, the general populace, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, Rihanna can kicks ass because you know what i don't think that anyone that like watches super bowl half times to refer to the rolling stone list would say that out of all the super bowls that ex- halftime shows rihanna's not number eight really right. like really you know that made me think of Two years ago when The weekend did the Super Bowl, and obviously in 237 episodes, everybody knows that I love The weekend yeah, and like I, Abel, I yes. bow at the, the, the altar, altar of Abel. Abel. I, don't think the, I don't think his Super Bowl performance was one of the best ones. I wouldn't even put it in the top 15. I probably wouldn't even put it in the top 20. I would put it very mid. It was good. It was good. It wasn't boring. The end was really good when he did right. blinding lights with like the 400, you know, dancers dressed like him. I thought that was very good, but I didn't leave. I didn't end that show being like, wow. If you weren't already a fan, you weren't going to leave that becoming a mega fan. I didn't say he knocked my socks off. Right. But the year before when Shakira and JLo performed, right. everybody saw that and was like, holy shit. Wow. Right. That is what I want from a Super Bowl. That's I think what most people want from a Super Bowl. Well, you also, if you're the halftime show, you, you're you're in a very odd position because if if the first half of the of the game was great and like a nail biter, you have to keep that momentum. And if the first half of the game was boring, now you have to be the reason to yeah, get people excited. And, but but and then to go back about like the criticism or lack thereof of Rihanna, like. I, it wasn't only Rolling Stone. Like, I read all these articles that were like, oh, you know, she she just went in there and kept it slow. And I'm like, if anybody else would have done that. Right. You know, I always tell you, you you, you ask me this all the time where people ask me, you know, since I'm a big Mariah Carey right. fan. Oh, would you want Mariah Carey to do the Super Bowl? I'm like, hell no. I'm like, hell no. You know why? Because Mariah Carey is one of those artists. That whatever she does, people, they're gonna yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna shit on her. Right. Right. They're gonna shit on her. Rihanna was lip syncing. 
uh, uh, noticeably. Yeah, she was lip syncing, right? Which again, I'm is not- that is I know that's common for the Macy's Parade, but is that common for the Super Bowl? A well, yes and no. I think some artists sing, some lip sync. Okay, this may may break a lot of people's hearts, but Whitney Houston's iconic yes. "Star Spangled Banner" was lip synced. Yes. Now she performed she, it right. live. She re-recorded she it. She sang right. it live, right. and then that live version. She did probably in a studio is what aired. Right. What she mimed. Right. Or mimed. I'm sorry. Mimed. Um, that's what they say in the UK. <laughs> she mimed the song. Um, that's what she lip synced to. So it was her own performance. Right, right, right. But a lot of them are lip synced, which is totally fine, which is totally okay. I'm not criticizing her for that. But I give the Mariah Carey uh, reference mm-hmm. because – Mariah Carey comes on TV, and if there's any iota that she's lip syncing, acaban con See, that's ella, it. She's done. Right? right. So, no, it's like I wouldn't want her to do the Super Bowl because they're going to attack her and whatever right. she does. And then there's just some people that don't because to say for, for there to be all these major publications saying that this was one of the best Super Bowl performances, it makes me question. It's like, okay, like, are we not able to critically and, you know, yeah, objectively. objectively Look at this because it was not. It wasn't horrible. I don't think it was terrible. I don't think she should be criticized for it. I don't think they she she should be like, oh, Rihanna sucked. But it wasn't one of the best ones, and I don't even mean that in a negative way. It just, it just wasn't. Is not. It just when wasn't. you have like U two's twenty twenty. I'm sorry, two thousand two Super Bowl, which is iconic. Prince. Uh, well, Prince J- was number one on, on uh, that Rolling Stone Shakira, poll. You know, when you have all these like Michael Jackson, all these people, and you're gonna right. put Rihanna's performance there, really? Like, right? Pero bueno. Let's see who they... You know who I thought sucked in the halftime show? I thought was, like, not good either. It was Maroon 5. Yeah. And, you it, know, it, you would it just think, seemed messy. You would think that Maroon 5 would. You know who I thought was fantastic in her halftime show? And I don't care for her is Katy Perry. I don't... I'm not a big Katy Perry fan. But Katy Perry brings that that energy that, that her halftime, uh, show, halftime show needs. The same thing with Lady Gaga. I am not a huge fan of Lady Gaga, but when I saw Lady Gaga's uh, halftime show, I'm like, she jumped off the stadium. <laughs> like, like, oh my God. Like, that is what I want. Right. I want, if the energy's here, I want it double. Like, right. and that's what a lot of them give because that is the, there's no bigger platform than that. Right. Right. I right mean, yeah. It's international. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if, not only in the United States, I mean, I guess if you sing for like, the World Cup, but 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 even like the performances in the World Cup, I feel don't have the, the pressure don't have the platform of of the Super Bowl. Correct, because when you have these like, t- I'll never forget what that when Madonna did the Super Bowl in 2012. I saw an interview of her on Jay Leno, and she was like, "This is like the most nervous I've ever been." And this, you're talking about a Madonna, veteran, right? You know, in performing. So I don't know. Well, let's see who they do next year. They'll probably do Taylor Swift. You think so? I'm surprised that she hasn't done it. I wonder what like what goes into making that that choice. Obviously, them accepting, but just like you know, if there's like a wish list and then they put it out and then whoever says yes, yeah, I mean, I, I think that especially in the last several years, it's who's popular at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's who's popular at the moment. Who's going to get? I mean, not that the Super Bowl needs help in ratings, but I mean, well, who's, but who's going to keep people during right, the middle of the, of right, the show? Because right. there have been Super Bowls in the past where like the other specials have, you know. Well, yeah, the year that um, In Living Color did their live episode, 
during yeah. Super this was eons ago. But yeah, it actually but you know eroded what, though, the that, halftime. That Rolling Stone list about Super Bowl performances, and you know, for those of you who haven't read it, go out and read it. It obviously came out this week. There's some comments that they made on there that are very true. Because I do remember in like the early 2000s, the performance of like that it was like Enrique Iglesia and Tony yes, Braxton. Yes, and, and Christina would, Aguilera. And yeah. I was like super pumped. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then it was like, they're singing like ballads of like inspirational music that nobody's ever heard. Like, right. why? You missed the mark, kids. <laughs> why? <laughs> it happens. But, you know, but, you know, we, 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 do you think that like Britney's and NSYNC and Aerosmith is up there and Mary and all that? I mean, I'm a little biased, but I, I think yes, because especially at that moment, they were like top, top, top. And you had an interesting thing there where you had like that bridging of the generations, right? You had yeah. Aerosmith and then NSYNC and Britney, and then you also had Mary J. So you had the R&B. Like, I, I love that performance. I've always told you that. When Justin Timberlake did the halftime show a couple years back, that everybody was like, "Oh my God, is he going to bring out Janet Jackson right. or Insync? And, and oh, is there going to be an Insync reunion?" And we were like, "No." If he brings out Britney Spears and like he starts singing like the first bars of, you hear the first bars of "Cry Me a River," right. and then you know she doesn't even have to do anything, and she just comes out just and has like, to show up, says a few lines. Right? I think I told you this the other day. The axis of the Earth would have shifted, <laughs> like. <laughs> And then the aliens wouldn't have been able yes, to find us. Yes. You see, Justin, like, you like see? after that Super Bowl halftime performance, like end them all. Like nothing is gonna top that. Like call it a day. We're done. Go back to those children's choir things yeah. you used to do. I mean, imagine following that up. You know, in terms of even if the performance sucked, just for like the pop culture moment. Oh no, you you're know. not gonna have any resonance. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. New year, new resolutions. Lose weight, improve your finances, try new hobbies. But what about resolving to improve your mental health? I mean, improving those other resolutions will probably go better if you start with your mental well-being. And BetterHelp can guide you on that path. A customized online therapy provider, BetterHelp has options via phone, video, text, or even live sessions with a certified therapist, all on your time. BetterHelp matches you with a therapist in under 48 hours based on your needs, helping you better understand yourself. And as a special offer for Pero Let Me Tell You listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash pero. Again, betterhelp.com slash pero. It's already more affordable than in-person therapy, and now you can save on your first month. We should start the new year improving ourselves, and BetterHelp can help you take the first step on that path. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash pero. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. 
Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ay, Dios mío. Oh, Lord. So, okay. So, I actually wanted to tell you about something that happened to me at Aldi the other day. Oh. Because I thought it was... Well, it didn't happen to me, per se. But it happened in front of me. Mm. So... I have stories, too. I have... (laughs) All right, Dorothy. Um, So, whatever. I was at Aldi. I was buying some stuff for the pop-up. And so, I get in line. And you know at Aldi, they have now... Well, I don't know which one you've been to. But the one on here on 87th and Corway has uh, a Mm self-checkout bunch of stands. So, you get in the line by, like, the freezers. And then you wait your turn, whatever. So, I walk. I get in the line behind this one woman who is... She's in front of me but she's kind of past where the the aisle is so she's closer to the the self checkout registers and this other lady comes from the side and she just gets into like this other self checkout register that had just opened up and, she, and you could tell that she was just like oh lucky day and she just kind of walked in there and she was about to start bringing her stuff and then the other lady with a carrito says you know excuse me just, just so you know I was the next person here in line, you know, but it's okay. You can go. And the other lady was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Go. You should go. You know, you should. And the lady was like, no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. You go. You're being very passive aggressive, right? Bueno. And el patra y palante of her, no, you go. No, you. Somebody no, else you. went in. Una vieja llegó y fue. Y, y she, she rang like three things and, and she left. But I say that not only because good for la vieja for being like, fuck this noise. But. I, why? Like, I want to pose it to you. Like, why would you do that? Why would if you're you? La vieja. No, no, not la vieja. If you're the one with the one with the carrito, the one who said, like, you know, excuse me, I was next in line. I'm here. To then turn around and be like, but you can go ahead. If the person, the person was genuinely like, you could tell she just didn't realize it. She wasn't being a bitch. Yeah, that happens she, all the time. She didn't turn around to the other one and be like, oh, I didn't see you. She was very like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. No, no, go ahead. Why would you then be all like, you know, no, no, you go, no, you go, like. So then why did you bother even calling it out? That's my thing is like because you want to probably uh very purposely be the bigger person at that moment even if it's not genuine. I guess. I mean the only other thing I could think of was that maybe she thought the other lady was going to be a bitch about it and then she right. could turn it into a thing. Did they say something to la vieja? No, because by the time that they realized it, like, she had like tres cosas. She rang them up, she paid, and she left. It's funny you mentioned that because I I told you this story. I don't know if it ended up in the podcast, but um, not too long ago, I think it was like in December. I had, well, I didn't have, but there was like a little snafu at the line at, at Aldi the, too. At, oh no, at, at Aldi, I was in line for some reason at my local Aldi. <clears throat> I don't know if they do this in all Aldis. They have like the one line, yes, and then they disperse. Right. I yeah. have mixed feelings about that one line, pero bueno. Um, and in the Aldi I go to by my house, the the line would start usually like where they have the home stuff and all those oh, knickknacks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it was starting over in the frozen food section. Who knows? So there was a confusion because if you are regular to that, you store, might be in one lane, right? Right. right. And, and that happened to me several times that I was like, oh, I would go straight to a cash register, thinking, oh, where the line was always. Where it always was, there's nothing buddy there. So I'm going right. straight. There's nobody in line. Only to realize that there was a huge line. But I was at Aldi's um, <clears throat> and there was a guy that that same exact thing happened to, probably like my age. And he had a little girl, his daughter, maybe <gasps> oh, you did two tell or the three story. years old. Well, well, I know you told me. Yeah, two I, or three years old in the little seat of the, the cart. And yes. he went 
to his to the cash register, not realizing the line. there was a line of like 10 people. Y alante de mí había the instigator vieja, like that she was telling the man who was next in line, mira, mira, ese se coló, se coló, quien se creer, quien se creer, un descarado se coló. And she instigated the man so much that the, the man that was in line right. went and confronted the guy with the little girl and got the cart with the little girl in it and pushed it away. And the, I, I, I have to tell you that it was one of those situations where the, the father of right. the little girl handled himself very well because he was like, you know, um, because my daughter's here. I'm not going to kick your ass. I'm not going to kick your ass. But you just threw, you just, he, I saw, I saw this happen. El cogió el carrito and pushed it and it rolled away. And it's not like he missed the little girl because the little girl was sitting in the seat. She was a toddler. Right. right. It's not right. like she was, you know, because sometimes kids are in the basket yeah, 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 part yeah, yeah, and maybe you don't see them right away or it takes you a second. Y ese viejo hizo eso. I was like, Un guapo, un guapo de esto, anda por ahí, zumbado siempre. This would have ended in tragedy. All you need is to catch somebody on a bad day. This would have ended in tragedy. Aquí hubiera volado, no nada más, las piñas, los mangos y, 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 y los tomates. Aquí, there would have been bullets flying, especially now in the world we live in. Yep. And that guy, like, se comportó de lo más bien. Like, it, so well, apparently, apparently things, all D, if you're listening to this, you, you need, need to, to have, lines you need under, to have yeah. a more cohesive, you know, you know who is like, have, have I told you about my Marshall's anxiety? No. Okay. So, listeners, you maybe some of you can relate to Marshall's this. anxiety. Do you go to Marshall's a lot or to Home Goods? Not a lot, but I've been during the holidays. During okay, the holidays, I go to Marshall's and Home Goods a lot. Okay. I, you know, when I don't know what it is. Marshall's siempre está lleno. Yes. Por lo menos the one by my house is always full, pero full. Right. That sometimes I get there looking, you know, I'm going to go and I'm like, I see the line and because in mine, the cash registers yeah. are right by the door. Right. I go in and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that line. And I just leave and I don't even go look for what I went there for. <clears throat> so I get the Marshall's anxiety because you know <laughs> that in Marshall's, you have one common line. Right. And then they, they call you to the register. And then register two right. is now right. open. Register four is now open. So what happens is that nowadays, since we're all on our phone, when we're in the front, Right. And it's your turn to go. Right. If somebody is on their phone and for, you know, a microsecond didn't run to it's like being at the, phone, at the traffic you light. have 20 people behind you. Hey, Oye, la cuatro, hey la cuatro la cuatro está and it's like, oh my God, like, oh my God. So when I'm approaching the front of the line, I start getting this anxiety. I put my phone in my pocket. I'm like, you prepare. I'm like, I need to be focused at the lights. <laughs> Because one microsecond, if I take one microsecond, I'm going to have this slew of people coming at me. I don't want to be that person. So I'm like very focused. I'm there, you know, waiting in line. Register number seven. Like I like, I, I get anxiety. Like I, I, I struggle great. a little bit. And like if I have a lot of things in my hand, I'm like, I make sure that I have them all nicely held. Because he's like, I, I hold up the oh, line. No. And yes. You're not going to yes. be that person. Marshall's anxiety. Marshall's it's a real anxiety. thing. It's a real thing. We should make that a shirt. Marshall's anxiety. I suffer from Marshall's anxiety. <laughs> Speaking of, um, anxiety at Marshall's. No, at, uh, I don't know. It encounters at stores. Okay. <clears throat> so earlier this week, I was at um at Seven Eleven. Oh, I was uh I was getting my daily. No, not my daily, but I was getting Pan de Bono. Well, it's not daily anymore. Seven <laughs> Eleven makes some killer Pan de Bono. Do you think it's all of them or just the one you go to? Do you think that ca- that 
Seven Eleven. I mean all of them. All of them here. I mean, I mean, sorry, that. I meant all of them here in South Florida. I don't know, but the one in Westchester does. Okay, and that's all we need. That's listen. They're pan de bono. I, every time I've told you this, every time I have a pan de bono, I think God, God made Colombia, and Colombia made pan de bono. Thank you, God, in Colombia. Like I think, like I think, divine intervention. I'm like. Something mortal, couldn't have just something made mortal this. cannot be something made by a mortal cannot be this delicious, right, right? Right. How the cheese is perfectly blended with the bread in a succulent, rich yet light piece of bread. It's not oily, it's not sticky, but it tastes like delicious cheese. It's well, where's the cheese, you ask? Oh, it's baked in. It's in there. Anyway, um You're so, having a moment. So I was there with my, with my bandewono. And this lady comes in. This Americana comes in. Okay, I have to say Americana. And you know, in uh, in in Seven Eleven, they have a lot of grab and goes. Yes, it's a whole business model. Yeah, and and the lady comes in, and you know that where they have the grab and goes for the pizza, they have the slice of pizza and like the little pizza box. Yes, like the triangular pizza box, and. If it's not labeled, you really, I mean, I guess you could tell because it has a window, but then you have to like pull it out of the grab and go and like really look at it. Right. And you know, it's food. You don't want to get too touchy feely yeah. with fully food you're not going to eat. Bye. And the lady comes in, La America. <laughs> she's like, yes, um, what flavor of pizza this is? And then, of course, the lady behind the counter. Ay, mija, yo no sé. Yo eso, yo eso lo hizo el que estaba antes de yo. Yo empecé ahora. Y, because it was like nine. Right? Okay. It was like 9.15. So in the morning? She, yes. So she probably had gotten her shift. Okay. Right. At okay. nine. And she's like, Ay, yo no sé que tiene eso. Yo no sé que tiene eso. Y eso lo hizo que estaba delante de mí. Y yo no sé. Obviously, the lady at 7-Eleven understood what she was asking, but the Americana did not. <laughs> she was like, excuse me, I just want to know, like, I, I can't tell. And she's tell. explaining to I her. I can't tell if this is, like, supreme or if it's pepperoni, but do you know what it is? I yo no sé, yo no sé. And then the lady behind the counter says, That's wonderful. Ay, ay, alguien liga de esa mujer. Diga de esa mujer que qué pizza es esa. So I politely went over. I'm like, ma'am, you want to know what flavor the pizza is? And I'm like, she's like, yeah, I just want to know if they have, like, regular cheese. And then I, you know, I did. So now you're interpreter. Yeah, so I looked through. I actually looked through the pizza. I looked through the pizza. And, you know, the whole story, I was like, this, you know, it's one of those which we often on the podcast here do. Only in Miami. That's true. Only in Dade. Only in Dade. To, to um, moments that it's like how it was that sort of how we love Senora Cubana, you know, older Senora Cubana attitude. Right. Like, at, at the ones who work at the bakery. Like, I'm I'm here, but I'm not here. Oh, well, I actually, you know, the, the one with the bakery. You were at my house the other day when I brought patelitos. Yes. That I told you. I mean, I, I ordered a lot of patelitos. And like, the I realized that at the end of the day. Cuban bakeries, well, all bakeries, yeah. don't have as many baked goods up front uh, because yeah. they're it's you know the early thing. And when I went to that woman, I remember her name was Migdalia, and I went to that woman. Of course, and, it was. And I'm like, "Si sí, yo quiero diez pastelitos de guayaba," and there was only like four. She's like, "Bueno, quedan cuatro." And the other girl that was working there heard me uh -huh. and heard her answer. She goes, "Migdi, hay más atrás," and she was like. Oh, for the love of God, why did you... I, I, you just see the disgust in her face. I have to walk like, 25 feet. Oh. 
Espérate un momentico, déjame traerte los seis pastelitos que están atrás. You know me, I find humor in all of this. Well, it's, it's so, all content for us so now. So I'm like, I love this going on here. Because she was like quick, she was like, quedan cuatro. <laughs> and then the other girl was like, no, 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 quedan más atrás. And she was like, era para un rayo. <laughs> like, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like these little moments of joy. I know we mention them here in the podcast a lot. These little moments uh, of joy make me say, you know, there's a lot of traffic. There's a lot of bullshit going on here. Yep. But man, do I love this. <laughs> to to quote someone to quote someone who I think we can agree, you know, has the occasional nuggets of joy, maybe a modern day philosopher. Sometimes too many is comforting. I'm the one who said that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Three episodes back when yeah. my dad when my dad was in the hospital. It was when my dad was in the hospital. Yeah. You know, you're there, you're nervous, <laughs> and you're all like, you know, in, you know, tense because you know you have a loved one in the hospital. Y cuando yo vi esa mujer, dos mujeres involved in, you know, classic textbook chumería, I was like, you know, this wouldn't happen in Dayton, Ohio. No, I no, sort it would of not. love this. I don't love it. It's not professional. Like, this shouldn't be happening. Right. If I was their supervisor, I would have to have a talk with them. But in the other hand. <laughs> but yeah, with all that said. With all that said, it's comforting fodder. It's a little bit of a hug. <laughs> it's a little bit of a hug. It's a little bit of a hug. <laughs> not going to lie. But I felt so bad for the Anglo woman. I was like, this woman was in a hurry. It was the morning at 7 She wanted pizza. And, you know, she, you know, came across, you know, old Cuban woman at a counter, stall, counter you know, a. <laughs> For just her morning, you know, her morning routine. And I'm like, this poor woman had a very common, reasonable question. No. La vieja was not having it. No, la vieja was done. It was her morning. It was her morning and she was not having it. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. So how is everybody? How's your drive going? Sorry. I had to like blow a little, like little. Cosita off of my a phone here. Off a phone. little cosita. Yeah, because I'm like, it's not dirt, but it was like a, like a, uh, like an eyelash, maybe is what it was. I really couldn't tell. So actually, you know, did, do you, did you have something you wanted to bring up? Because I have something I really want to bring it, bring up. it, bring it. So <clears throat> I'm a little light this week. So bring I, um, there's this Instagram page called Secret Miami. Yes. We follow them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sort of call them out, but I'm also going to commend them too. Okay. Okay. Like so, you're, so you're whelmed. <laughs> I'm gonna do what Eva Mendez says in her video. It's a constant criticize, complain. Oh, okay, and, okay. And, no, 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 no. What is this? She says, um, criticize. No, a criticize compliment. Criticize compliment. Right, criticize right. compliment. So, so secret Miami people who run this Instagram page. Okay. If you're listening, take note. All right. I'm sure some of them. So are. they earlier this week put. One of these Instagram stories, mm-hmm. or it was actually, it was a reel. Okay. They put a reel that this is the type of shit that when you're a Miami native, and I don't know who runs this account. Do we know who runs this I account? I don't. I don't. We don't know who runs this account. We don't know if this is run by somebody local. We don't know if this is run by- I love by how a- you asked that because you know that we we know who used to run Overheard Miami. So I feel like that, right. that's why you were like- Well, but I don't do know. It? You know more people than I do. So I was like, I don't know. Maybe this, this is run by somebody you worked with. I, right, I don't right. know. No. As far you're, as I know, no. You're the media person, not me. I just talk. Um, <laughs> and- um, so earlier this week, Secret Miami mm-hmm. posted something on their reel that this mm-hmm. is the type of shit that when you are a Miami native infuriates you, okay. right? Infuriates you. Um, they posted a reel. Let's see. Okay. 
You don't have to put the Read music. What it was. You don't have to put the Oh, I saw that. Yes, yeah. I saw Did that you one. see my comment? I did not. Okay, so they put a reel of a beautiful like uh, of a um a video like a penthouse out of a balcony overlooking like Biscayne Bay and a beautiful high rise and the reel read what people think $1600 in Miami looks like expectation versus reality right, right. And it was one of those expectation versus versus reality right, reels right. so the first shot is again this beautiful sweeping shot of this florida ceiling window um apartment overlooking the bay and right. brickle saying expectation what people think 1600 in miami in miami looks like and then the video continues to what 1600 dollars actually buys you the right. reality which is like an efficiency. Yeah, it's an efficiency. Right? Yeah. And that really bothered me. because so? It bothered me because they put what people think in Miami, what people think in $1,600 Miami looks like. Mm-hmm. I commented, and it got a lot of traction because I got a lot of likes. I got 79 likes. Okay. I commented, not a single person that is from Miami thinks an apartment in Brickell with that view is $1,600. Not one. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Right? Because that's the type of thing that infuriates me. There nobody in Miami and South Florida, right? right thinks that that is worth $1,600. Nobody. Right. That's the type of bullshit that they post online. You know, I don't know if it's people from, you know, mm-hmm. f- tech bros that just moved here right. that are trying to do these Instagram sites to appease you know, people from up north that whatever, because you know, the whole thing with a lot of people from New York is that, you know, rents there are so high. Yeah. And then they come here and it's the same and you get better right, or cheaper. Right, right. But it's all in, in, in it's perspective. It, it, it's perspective and it's, it's in context, right? right? You're also going to earn less. Right. Exactly. So nobody thinks that that, I mean, even back in the day, $1,600 and not buy you not going to get you that. that $1,600 has never bought you that view in right. Miami. Um, but then, so I will see, say, I think they're, pers- I, I don't think they were talking to Miami people, even though it's called Secret Miami. I think they were saying like what people think when you say, "Oh, it cost me six and sixteen hundred dollars," you know, like out of out of towners, out of staters. I think that's the angle they were going. Right, they were appeasing to out of towners, which is infuri- even more infuriating because it's simply not true. Nobody thinks that. Nobody thinks that. Not one person. So why would you put that? Right. So, but so Secret Miami. Boo. But <laughs> they posted something today that I thought was actually really good. And I would have to think that this was curated either by somebody who is from here right. or was from here or they just knocked it off, you know, <laughs> Miami New Times. They got or, lucky. Or somewhere else. They put, ready to take a, a trip down memory line. Places that no longer businesses that no longer exist in my that Miamians can't help but miss. Okay, right, and this really hit the mark. Number one, what do you think number one is? Businesses that no longer exist that uh, Miamians miss. I think it's the most iconic thing of Florida that no longer exists. So, so I'm gonna go Burdines. Burdines. Okay. You never forget Burdines. Okay. I will never. Every now and then I have a Freudian slip and I'm like, I'm going to Burdines. I'm going to Burdines. Well, yeah. you know that for years, I was like, I'm not calling it Macy's. Yes, I remember. I'm not calling it that, 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 that New York institution. I'm not calling it Arbor Dines till this day. 
my mom, and for listeners, for those of you who are from Florida, you know how beloved yes, Bordines was. Till this day, my mom is like, Como Bordines no había nada. Esa ropa de Macy's, esa ropa de pagotilla. Esa ropa es malísima. <laughs> like, she, she, my mom does not like She's Macy's. not having Macy's. She does not She's like not Macy's. having ink. You know what was number two? So number one, Bordines. You know what was number two? Number two. Miami, right? Yes. Uh, it closed just a couple of years ago. Swenson's. Oh, yes. If you're local, you yeah. know exactly what we're talking. I feel that Swenson's was such an institution. Swenson's is one of those things that I don't miss until I stop to think about it. Oh, I miss it. I miss it because Swenson's, Mira, Swenson's was one of these places. And I mean, if you're local, you know what we're talking about. If you're not local, you don't know what Swenson shop. is. So it was an ice cream, an old fashioned ice cream parlor that mm-hmm. it, it actually, the original is in San Francisco. And, um, they obviously used to serve these like over the top Sundays and yeah. you know, like the four scoop Sundays, but they also had like these delicious sourdough, oh, sandwiches, sourdough sandwiches and they, it was a great place. And the interior had these like Tiffany lamps yeah. and the tables were all like the old marble uh, countertops. It was like an old fashioned, um, ice cream parlor, ice, ice cream parlor that served great food. And you know what I liked, loved about Swenson's is that I think like, Okay, we all used to go as a group yeah. to Swenson's and have a great old time. I used to take my parents to Swenson's and they yeah. loved it. Yeah. Then I would take Tristan to Swenson's and yeah. he loved it. Like it was really a place that no matter what age you were in, you would, you enjoy. would enjoy Swenson's. Yeah. And to believe that we don't have that now. We and we don't have anything like it. Well, that's because we don't have nice things. Because the closest thing is Denny's, but Denny's is a chain. But Denny's is Denny's. It's yeah. it's, it's so it's, number yeah. three was Purdy Lounge. Okay. Totally. Number four, I don't know this one, East Coast Fisheries. No. Number five was Omni International Mall. Now, Omni, I would give you Omni, but Omni closed a long time ago. Well. Like in the 80s. But because, it still could be Because missed. I have like pictures at Omni Mall that I was like small. And I was the carousel. Like, yeah, the carousel, mm-hmm. of course. Then also in the list, we have Mansion Nightclub. I didn't realize Mansion had closed. <laughs> It's still there, but it's not mansion. Well, then it's not mansion. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, the thing is that that building has been 25 different things. Right. Then Churchill's Pub. Oh, well, that's recent. That's recent, recent. Like, three weeks ago. Then the next one. Oh, this goes near and dear to us. Castle Park Malibu Grand Prix. Catillito. Catillito. Everybody who's local will know what we're talking about. Catillito. I had many a birthday party there. The next one. This one, again, hits right in the heart. Specs. Oh, yeah. The one next to Swenson's. The one that, see? See, what would we do in Swenson's when there was a wait? You would go go to Specs. You would go to Specs. Of course. And then you'd buy something and then you. And then you went to eat your, you know. And then look at the CD. Right. And then the next one after Specs, Luria's. Oh, because you've thought of everything. Yeah. We miss Luria's. That was Jose's first job. Luria's? Yeah. Yeah. I remember my brother worked in Luria's too. Um, it was like his third job. His first job was extra, then Baskin and Robbins, and then Luria's. And I remember when he worked in Luria's. I mean, he was a teenager. He was like right. 19, 20 years old. My parents would be like, no, porque Dayan tiene tremendo trabajo en Luria. <laughs> like, <laughs> <"Ebaen trajico bata." laughs> he worked in the camera department. And it was such a like, oh my God, he has well, a it's, great job. That's back when like department stores were department stores. Right. So era tremendo yeah. trabajo. Yeah. And then Eckerd Pharmacy. Oh, Gone but not forgotten. Eckerd's. Eckerd's. As long as there's anybody who has a roll of film that's been developed somewhere in an attic, Eckerd's will live live on. on. (laughs) Then this one, I don't know, the electric pickle. 
Oh, Electric Pickle. That was in, um, like, in uh, Wynwood area. Yes, I went there a couple times. El Pepino Electrico. Yeah, that closed a couple years ago on New Year's And Eve. Richard's Department Store, I don't know. No, I don't either. But some of these were good. And this was posted by Secret Miami. So Secret Miami, boo for the first post, but yay for the second post. Well, you know, you can't hit everything out the park, I guess. I miss Swenson's. Swenson's, I, I mean, a lot of those in that list were... I miss them for nostalgic reasons, like right. Burdines. I mean, I loved Burdines, but but Burdines is only. I mean, compared to like a Swenson. So is it Burdines or Burdines? I say both. Okay, now I'm thinking about it. So now I don't know which one I'm going to say. Is it Burdines or Burdines? I think it's Burdines. You don't think it's Burdines? It could be. It's like Caribbean and Caribbean. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yes, exactly. Potato, potato. It's the same thing. At so. the end of the day. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, gone but not forgotten. Hey everyone, this is DJ, and if you listen to the show, you know how much we love Jupiña. The pineapple soda is refreshing and sweet, and Jupiña goes great with everything from a medianoche to a hot dog to even a rum or vodka. Whether diet or regular, Jupiña has been part of our heritage for over 120 years. From watching our abuelos drink Jupiña at every get-together to introducing the next generation to its distinctive taste, Jupiña is practically part of the familia, como un cuprimo, maybe. Así, next time that you need a cool, refreshing beverage, grab that distinctive orange can of Jupiña. After all, only Jupiña tiene puro sabor a piña. God, but not forgotten. So I think it may be uh, soda time. It is soda time. All right. So do you want to go first? Do you want to go, go first? All right. So my soda is actually going to go. It's a. It's one of my like weird ones. So I recently came upon an article. Because um, as you know, people can kind of suck. But I came upon this article about a mother who had a hilarious and quote unquote dramatic response to someone assuming she was her mixed mixed son's nanny. Oh my god! So, um, so it, it's it was a story written by somebody who was like on a subreddit, and you know, it, and they were saying. So here's the story. I have. I have a one-year-old son called Rue with my boyfriend, Sean. I'm North African and Sean is Asian. Our son happens to look like a carbon copy of him. We joke that my genes weren't used at all in the creation of this baby, so I'm aware he doesn't look like he's mine. I was at the grocery store picking up a few things when this woman came up and started a conversation with me. She was asking about Rue, how old he was, his name, things like that. Then she asked how long I'd been nannying for his parents. I assumed she thought that initially because I'm kind of young and I know most people don't have kids as early as I did. So I told her I was actually his mother. She sort of frowned, looked between my baby and me, and she said, but he's Asian. She said the word Asian in a really weird tone, like she didn't like saying it. The mature thing probably would have been to tell her he's Asian because his dad is Asian and bi biracial people do in fact exist. But instead, I just gasped dramatically and went, oh my God, are you serious? I picked Rue up and held him at eye level while asking how he was able to pull the long con on me and hide his true identity for so long. He giggled, which made me laugh, and the lady looked bright red and very annoyed because people were looking right at us. She told me that she was just surprised because he doesn't look anything like me. And I replied that I was surprised too, obviously, because today's the first day I ever took in any of his ethnic features. Then she said I could have just answered the question she was obviously asking instead of making a scene. She walked off still looking pissed and I finished getting what we needed and then left. <laughs> wow. I'm like, you know what? Good for her. Because in this day and age, like, 
what the hell do you care? You know what I mean? Like, who are you, stranger off the Look street? Some media. Yeah? You know, those are Karens. Like, who are you to come off the street and just be like, "Oh, is that your kid? He doesn't look anything like you." And it's like, know. you know, what? good for this mother. Yeah, for, for not going the route of like, you know, getting pissed about it, right? Mm-hmm. But just being all like, "What? Really? What? I need to. I, you've totally surprised me." Yeah. So that's why I'm giving that lady my last opinion. Yeah. That is a good one. That is a good one. La gente está muy metida. Son muy metida. Se meten en lo que no le importa. Really? Like, why would you say that? Like, just go up and be like, oh, what a cute kid. That's it. Yeah. Like, Move on. Why would you say that? Move on. Good for her. So, my last opinion is going to be short and simple, but I feel it's something that needs to just be acknowledged. Um, we haven't really talked about, um, here on the show, about the earthquake in um, Syria and oh, uh, right. Turkey. But it's, it's just... Been absolutely awful and devastating, and I mean these these type of disasters always are. But I mean, I, I think that nowadays with camera, everybody has a camera on yeah. them and all that. You, when you see this live, or see or it, you unfiltered. See it video, un, unfiltered, yeah. exactly, Ironically. it just takes a whole different. Um, take on it. So I just want to give a last opinion to all like these organizations that are Absolutely. out there, um, helping the white helmets, uh, doctors without borders and countless all the other organizations that are out there helping. I know no organization is perfect. So don't come at me because you know that that's a thing now. <laughs> like now that's a thing now when yeah. you, when you talk List about a charity organization X, when right. you talk about a right. charity, then people are like, Oh, but this charity did this and this and this and that. Well, I can't vet every charity, right? right? I'm just. Acknowledging charities and that are people helping. and groups that have gone out there right. and helped them, you know, help that situation that they need all the help they can get. Um, so I, I, I've been trying to find ways to see, just like we've done with other natural disasters, like oh, we that's did right. with the hurricane in, in Fort Myers, to see how we can help as a, 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 um, a podcast. But it's a little bit different, obviously, because this is not about sending supplies from the United States. Yeah. It's more monetary. And I'm not going to ask people to <laughs> get money. Nope. Um, nope. Not touching anybody. Money. No, sir. But um, just for people to be aware of what's going on there and seeing if there's any way they could help um, yeah. through, you know, a drive out, maybe their work, their church, you know, whatever, different things, because it's just awful what's what's going on there the, yeah. you know and it's turning into a humanitarian crisis there's still there's still well at this point it's like a rescue mission of of, of that yeah. but there it it completely obliterated the, the infrastructure so when you have things like that it's it's very hard to build from that so um just a hoping uh, to all those people out there uh, making help a difference and helping help, yeah. so well, that wraps up our show. Yes. As always, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned. And remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your jupiña. And thank you for joining us, everybody. Yes. And if you're local, come join us at Bean Pampollo uh, this uh, Saturday. We're yes. going to be there a good chunk of the day. Yeah, we're going to be there uh, starting at 6, uh, yeah. all the way till big close. And again, there's karaoke. Yeah. Chicken and karaoke. Yeah. And us. Yeah. So what more I mean, do you want? What more do you want? Oh, so, what more do you want? You want you want liquor? Well, they've got beer, wine, and meat. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, everybody, have a great weekend. Right, Bye. Gente. Bye. Pero let me tell you is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.